0: well, we've got Dr. Nachi Sena here and you might remember him because he was on 10 times before talking about his new book, Empowered and Strong, Navigating Safely Through the Storms of Life. But we're not here to talk about that today, actually, because we're done with that. We're going to start a new series on workplace bullying. And let's bring him on. How are you today?
2: Well, thank you, Toby, for having me here. And yes, I have been I have been blue there ten times. Yes. So yeah, <laughs> so looking forward to our new conversations. Thank you.
0: Now workplace bullying it is quite a big issue, isn't it?
2: Yes, you're right. I mean you know, I mean maintaining a work life balance of course is a common problem in today's day and age, right? So I mean you know, more and more people be running time at You know, with work and bosses, companies, and so on, and some of us do it, of course, because you know, we love our jobs and don't mind spending extra time working. But then there's also this idea about earning some money. But the point that Toby is is that regardless of what the cause is, I mean, working long hours is exhausting. So you know, regardless of how passionate you are about your work, I mean. You know, if it's workplace bullying and dealing with it, then then you know it sort of drains drains the individual emotionally and mentally. So it's quite a quite a big problem.
0: And what is actually meant by workplace bullying?
2: So that's a good question. Actually, you know, I mean, when you think about it, the larger picture though is it's, uh, it's kind of sort of mocking or, or, or targeted behaviour towards you know individual or groups at, at work. I mean, the employee. In this case, the victim, let's say, was is bullied by their colleagues, senior and junior, and sometimes, you know, the bosses as well. So there was interestingly a research bit carried out in 2017, which indicated that about 70 percent of males and 30 percent of females are bullies, and um but the women are, you know, uh, uh, sort of uh, likely to be more of a target of bullies uh, compared to males and. Then, you know, what was interesting also in this research was that uh, bullying from seniors and and bosses was roughly about 60%. And then from co-workers, it was about 30%. So, you're talking about, you know, even the juniors have sort of bullying the senior level people, and that was around 6%. So it was, it's quite a, like a spread, but um, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. And what are the main indicators of workplace bullying? How can we actually tell that it's maybe happening to us?
2: That's a good point. Huh? I mean, one of the common things, the first common thing that you would see in workplace bullying is this phenomenon called purposeful ignoring. Mm. Now, you know, when it sounds like what is purposeful ignoring? I mean, suppose <laughs> like a person... Uh, awards them, employee or ignores the suggestion or, or you know, what they were saying in meetings or anything like that comes with it. And then you can see that it's almost like by purpose, which is what happens, that particular victim is being ignored. I mean, that is an indicator of bullying. And for example, you know, you'd see that um, when the person is not being invited to the gatherings and meetings or, or they're being avoided altogether. together, uh, even when they're trying to agree to try to talk and stuff, so the, the victim becomes really isolated from the rest of the the coworkers and, um, you know, and the staff. And that becomes very difficult because you tend to feel alone and you suffer as well.
0: Yeah. And I actually have a friend who recently was verbally threatened at work Does that count as bullying?
2: Right, right. I mean, you know, constant threats is a common problem in actually workplace bullying. I mean, usually what happens is, I'm sorry to hear about your friend, by the way, but it's good that you brought that up and hopefully they're hearing this because the person, you know, usually in a senior position sort of intimidates somebody into doing or stops them from doing something. Now, these threats would, you know, include things like, false reporting to the boss or demotion or termination from the job itself now it's interesting because the manager or supervisor in in any sort of situation sort of gives different responsibilities and then they would expect the person to you know to to do things in a um, in a sort of unreasonably short time so you are kind of being set up to sort of fail in many ways and then you threaten the person with the consequence if you fail to fulfill the responsibility. Mm. So you're kind of stuck on both corners.
0: What does that actually look like as well? Can that cause yelling and perhaps rude behavior?
2: Yes. I mean, you know, I mean, let's let's get back to the basic to just to make it clear. I mean, mm. all employees, you know, let's get that sorted deserve equal respect in the workplace. We're not good without saying. Yeah. The organizations, you know, have a duty to train the employees to treat everyone with courtesy and respect, right? I mean, mm. And if an employee is yelled at by their boss or any other person in authority, I mean that does count as bullying. I mean aggression shown in the form of you know cursing or pounding uh, somebody's fists or belonging the kind of intimidating to the employee and victim right or, or yelling at someone or aggressive behaviour that's um, that's happening is not justifiable under any condition. So if anybody is being yelled at frequently by by their boss or any of the employee and not feeling respected, I mean, I think it's important for them to know and to understand that uh, they are a victim of workplace bullying.
0: Can that cause someone sometimes to feel a bit of shame, maybe, and guilt?
2: That's a great question because I mean, what we go through, uh, you know, in in our environment has an impact on our on our mental health and mental state, right, and our emotions. And the same thing happens here as well. I mean, the victims of workplace bullying are blamed, essentially, if anything goes wrong. So the bullies constantly imply that a particular person or a group is irresponsible or wrong. And this constant blaming, shaming, and holding the person responsible, the failure sort of makes them feel guilty and embarrassed. And, and you know, and this, you're talking about going this going on again and again. It, it is going to cause shame and guilt. Not necessarily, you know, um, uh, sort of on a well-placed shame or guilt, for that matter never is, but, uh, but people do struggle with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, and with all this stuff happening to a victim, I can't help but wonder... If they're actually recognised for what they do in the workplace,
2: no, right, right. So, so, and and um, it's, when you're asking these questions, it almost seems like you know that um, it makes so much sense, right? But um, but you'll be surprised how sometimes we miss that because employees are entitled to recognition and monetary compensation, right? I mean, if I'm working and I'm performing well, then then I'm entitled to to that, recognise my work and and pay me appropriately. But what happens in workplace bullying is that The the, the victim or the employee is not giving that due credit, you know, any appreciation or financial benefit. Now, suppose a bully is somebody who is in a managerial position. Now, you can imagine how in that case they can even take away and assign, you know, responsibility to projects, which are, you know, good and, and respectful to take it away from the victim and give it to somebody else. And, um, you know, in severe cases of workplace bullying, the the employees even stop from uh, promotion, you know, and and getting even basic monetary benefits that the company provides for everybody else.
0: Well, that must make the victim feel quite useless, right?
2: Yes. It it is actually one of the most damaging signs, you know,
0: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's
2: just not who I am. But Noom worked for me.
1: Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
2: But the sense of um, you know, feeling useless at workplace is one of the most dominant signs of uh, workplace bullying. Because the, the victim is made to feel that they're not good enough at the job and others are better than them. So the bully insults the victim in front of other employees and is constantly reminding them, uh, you know, the, the victim of their shortcomings. I mean, again, in this case, it might not even be real. All right. So making the person feel that they're useless and not good sort of, um, you know, it's the confidence of the victim and, and makes them feel inferior to their, to their employees and, you know, co, co-workers. co it's, it's quite a nightmare. Yeah.
0: And I sometimes hear stories about employers going through employees' belongings. Does right. that actually happen or are people just making that up?
2: Well, you know, I mean, it, 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 so, so let's dial back a bit. So it is the boss's right to, you know, to monitor the employee and observe how they work and then, you know, and and all that but but if one limited or 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 few employees are constantly being monitored and, and interfered with while working and that is bullying you know it's almost i mean it's almost as bizarre as you find that the bully sort of is lurking around the employee's desk and going to the personal belongings and you know ask them endless questions while they're busy at work so this is again this affects the employees concentration performance and then once again it feels in the narrative that not doing the job properly now, let's say, for example, you know, an employer wants to observe, you know, a person. I mean, in that case, they must be able to do it in a subtle way without being, you know, intrusive or irritating to the employee. But. Um, If that's not the case, and if that's not the real reason, then you can see how that can be used to sort of uh, make the life of the victim difficult.
0: Yeah. And if I was working at this place, I would find it quite hostile. I wouldn't really want to hang around.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's exactly how it would feel like, isn't it? Because, I mean, workplace bullying does include creating hostility and, and, you know, and sort of a sense of ill-feeling amongst employees. So, I mean, the, the bully kind of incites, you know, people to seek revenge or backstab their colleagues to, to gain recognition or appreciation for employees. I mean, uh, it, it is a bad place to be. A hostile working environment also gets created when, you know, when employees are being constantly critiqued on the performance, you know, in, in front of the teams and juniors. And working in a hostile environment is mentally, uh, you know, degrading and taxing. And um, even, you know, even in situations where the person is getting good compensation, but there's there's never enough compensation for workplace bullying. Let's put that that straight. So, yeah.
0: yeah. And someone else I know told me recently that a few pranks have been played on them at work and they're not really enjoying them. Does that count as bullying? Because maybe the people setting up these pranks, you know, aren't doing it with any sort of bad intent.
2: Right, right. No, I get that, you know. I mean, jokes and pranks. I mean, um, sometimes the idea is to kind of, you know, break the ice or, or create sort of uh, team atmosphere and so on. But, but that doesn't always happen. That's not always that intent, right? So, I mean, jokes directed towards a specific person due to their appearance, you know, gender, sexuality, faith, for example, culture, or let's say nationality, and color, caste. Read. you know, I mean, if, if, if these are the reasons why the jokes are being directed to someone, then then these are the signs of workplace bullying. I mean, because inherently, when you think about it, these jokes discriminate against the victim, right? Amongst and amongst the team, they kind of kind of bring down the respect of the of the of the of the victim. Now, again, practical jokes are crunched. Again, if the physically hurt employee or creates create a problem for them, then they're also considered to be workplace bullying. Just put with jokes and pranks. These are, you know, quite, they have quite a negative impact on the employee's mental health. And more importantly, it doesn't just limit it to not not only am I suffering because of all this, but then my work performance also gets diminished. So then there's a double whammy, right? So I'm kind of hit from both sides.
0: Yeah. If an employer is making a particular employee work <laughs> more hours than somebody else or come in at the weekend... Is that bullying or is that just the way work works?
2: Right, right. So this is interesting because, uh, I mean, we can clearly see how people will be thinking on, it's almost like, you know, kind of see groups dividing and fighting on each side on this. But here's here's the lowdown on this. we mean, expecting the employee to, to do their task, you know, perfectly, flawlessly, within a short period of time, that is unreasonable. You know, that is just not possible and if it's being demanded, that's unreasonable. Or them that devote all their time to the company and its goals, and that also counters counters unreasonable demand and is actually bullying. Now, the employees shouldn't be forced to overwork or, you know, come to work when it's not their working time. I mean, the mm-hmm. same way they shouldn't be called and disturbed when, when they go home. And if it's not urgent and or important. See the thing. The reason why all this is important is because many organizations sort of put undue pressure on employees to work more in a very short time, and that too perfectly. So the, the behavior that you know, this behavior is sort of creates um, a culture in the company, you know, which, which is basically that of bullying, and, and is it's harmful for the employees' personal life. I mean, and the physical and mental health. And also performance, it's, uh, you know, really the work itself. Mm.
0: So we've talked today about the 10 signs of workplace bullying. What would be your overall message to the listener about this subject?
2: Yeah, thank you. Yes, we have actually talked about the 10 signs. You're right. Uh, I mean, here's here's what I feel about this. I mean, that's the purpose of this conversation, of course, is that yeah. to get the message across that if you face any of the above signs in your workplace, you know it's a red flag, yeah you know, building at the workplace is, is 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 detrimental to your mental health and also to your performance of work as well, so you need to make sure that you can't take complete measures to to stop it before it worsens now this might seem a bit uphill, but uh but that's the only way out of it. ask for help and um and you know and and um and go from there thank you yes. Terry.
0: Absolutely. Well, many thanks for joining us today. And you will be back, whether you like it or not, next week to talk about the eight steps to deal with workplace bullying. So see you then.
2: Thank you, Toby. See you then. Take care.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more
0: The throbbing pulse of oh, sounds, sounds sound, sound. The Toby Gribbon Show